So, if you're anything like I was when I was expecting, particularly my first son, the thought of getting your hospital bag ready is as daunting as it is exciting. There are so many lists available, and are you really going to need absolutely everything that's on them? Well, if you need a bit of help, then keep listening for some of my go-to items. Welcome to the Little Bean Podcast. I'm Sarah Bulldock, mum to three wonderful boys and your host on this fascinating journey through the realms of pregnancy, early parenthood and beyond. From my own experience with my three boys and being a newborn photographer and baby whisperer for over eight years. Wow, I'm about to photograph my 805th newborn baby. So that's over 800 teeny button noses and 8,000 weeny little toesies. I can't believe that. I know the joy, the excitement, and even the occasional bouts of uncertainty that come with this journey. That's why I'm here, to share, to guide, and to help you cherish these invaluable moments. So put your feet up, make yourself comfortable, grab yourself a hot chocolate, don't forget to add the whipped cream and the marshmallows. You can't have it without them. And join me for this friendly chat. Picture this. I'm 24 weeks pregnant with my first son and I bought a brand new giant holdall all ready to use as my hospital bag. Over the next few weeks, I started stocking up on every conceivable item I could think of for my hospital bag, from 15 baby grows to four dozen packs of nappies and about five going home outfits for my gorgeous baby. When we get to 38 weeks and I'm finally ready to close my bag and leave it by the door for when we have to go, there's no way in a million years it is going to close and my poor husband nearly gave himself a hernia trying to pick it up and put it in the car. And did I really need all those going home outfits? So for anyone who has booked a newborn photography experience with me while still pregnant, you will know I have a downloadable PDF with a checklist from some of my go-to items to include in your hospital bag. It comes from my experience with my three boys, as well as the brilliant nuggets of information that I've got from lots of the amazing new mums who visit the studio. When I'm talking to the new mums in the studio, we often laugh about some of the things that we included in our hospital bags, as well as some of the fundamental things we forgot too. So hopefully you will pick up some useful ideas from this podcast episode on what you really need, as well as what you probably don't. So that by the time you're ready to leave the hospital, you can feel fully ready for the next step in your journey to parenthood. Now, I would still recommend looking at the extensive lists available, as I won't be mentioning absolutely everything. I'm going to be focusing on some of the things that stuck in my mind as to what I did and what did and didn't work. If you would like me to send my list, then just give me a shout and I can easily pop it over to you. So, before we get into the nitty gritty of your bag, there is one thing you will need to leave until the very last minute, and that's your pregnancy notes. Now, some practices have switched to digital notes via the NHS app, so obviously that's slightly easier to remember, but many still do hard copy pregnancy notes. In the last few weeks, I used to leave mine on the table in the hall just in case. And trust me, I've had more than a few wonderful families in the studio over the years who have recounted how they ended up getting into an argument on the way to hospital as they try and establish who forgot to pick up the notes before turning round to get them. Now, while your hospital bag will obviously include everything for your gorgeous new baby, don't forget you too. 
you'll want a comfy stretchy outfit for the labour. Something you can move in and you don't mind getting a tad messy. For each of my boys, I actually gave birth in one of my husband's old work shirts. It worked really well as it was very loose and I could undo the buttons for skin to skin as soon as my boys were born and then it got thrown away afterwards. I would add that for afterbirth, if you're thinking of breastfeeding, do remember to take a nightdress, pyjamas, a snuggly robe or even joggers and a nursing top, but anything that is easily accessible. I didn't with my oldest son and when I tried to breastfeed in the day room I ended up sitting there with virtually nothing on and that was not quite the look I was going for. Don't forget to pack your toiletries. You know the mini ones that you take on holiday as they're the best and the most space and weight efficient. If you can, depending on your birth you will want to have a quick shower after or a bath after you've given birth just to freshen up. I do remember though that with my first son I'd have an epidural and after everything had settled down, the midwife suggested I had a shower. Me, being me, I didn't really think anything of it, and I swung my slightly wobbly legs off the bed and then went to stand up. My husband, who was holding our brand new son at the time, said he watched slightly bemused as I crumpled to the floor like Scarecrow out of The Wizard of Oz, as it hadn't entered my head that my legs weren't quite weight-bearing yet. As I was chuckling away in a heap on the floor, the midwife came to rescue me and explained that that was the reason why she'd left the wheelchair next to the bed. Now, if you are thinking of trying to breastfeed, pack some nursing bras and breast pads too. They'll keep you comfortable and make it easier And when you try and get to grips with the whole breastfeeding thing. Equally, if you're going to bottle feed, don't forget to take some formula with you. It's normally best to decide on your formula of choice and take some of the ready-made formula for hospital as it can be tricky making up bottle, bottles when you're in hospital. Oh, and this may sound a bit strange, but I do suggest you take your own pillow and blanket. Hospital bedding can be a bit, hmm, let's say not quite like home. Snacks and drinks, anyone? You'll need your energy and you definitely won't have time for the supermarket run. That said, I have known a few dads who've done a McDonald's run after baby has arrived. Anyway, I packed all my favourite snacky things in my bag. In particular, for me, was Jaffa Cakes. They played quite a prominent role. I had, and still do have, a bit of a thing about Jaffa Cakes. And I still remember now feeding my middle son at 3am on my first night in hospital whilst devouring a whole pack of 12 Jaffa Cakes. After all, when you've just given birth... There aren't any rules on the right and wrong time to eat a Jaffa cake, are there? I'm right, aren't I? One thing I did pick up during my three births was to freeze a bottle of water and take it out just as you leave hosp for hospital. Don't make the schoolgirl error I did before the birth of my third son and fill the bottle too full, as the lid pops off. Being as I did physics as one of my modules in my degree, you would have thought I would have remembered that water expands as it freezes. Now... For your precious little one, you'll need some cosy clothes. Simple baby grows are the easiest to master. If you're anything like me with my first, I hadn't actually ever dressed a newborn baby, so I hadn't got a clue what I was doing. The simpler, the better, was definitely the way to go to start with. You'll also want a nice cosy blanket too. Oh, and muslins. You can never have too many muslins. You will also need nappies, and this is always a slight guessing game as to the size as it does depend slightly on your little one's birth weight. 
I plumped for newborn size and was almost caught out as my oldest was actually £9.9 when he was born. He was a right chunk, bless him. Needless to say, the newborn nappies didn't last long. So don't do what I did and stock up in advance on masses of packs of newborn nappies. I ended up giving loads of them away as he grew out of them so fast. As I mentioned earlier, I did go slightly mad on the whole going home outfit thing. While it is great to have a special outfit for baby to go home in, I still have all three of my boys going home outfits in their keepsake boxes. Don't worry too much about it and do still try and make it practical. For my oldest son, I bought a full newborn outfit and it took forever to get him dressed. He also looked rather lost in it, bless him, with a vest, trousers, socks, top, jacket, etc, etc. It was very cute, but a bit of a nightmare to put on. Now, one thing one of the amazing mums who visited the studio suggested, and that I really wished I had thought of when I had my boys, was to put packs of baby clothes in sandwich bags. So each bag has got a vest, a baby grow, three or four nappies and a hat. It means that if, for example, you've had a C-section and need to ask the midwife for help, you can just ask her to grab a bag and you know everything is going to be in there. This fabulous idea came after the mum that I was talking to was in exactly this situation and she was mortified when the midwife had to rifle through her maternity pads, maternity pants and all other manner of items just to find the baby grows. I thought the idea was fab and I wish I'd done it. Now don't forget your partner too. It's definitely worth getting them to pack a bag and include a change of clothes and a few toiletries. Mind you, I remember one mum telling me that her husband's hospital bag was bigger than hers and baby's bag. She said even after they got home, she still had no idea what he had included in his bag to make it so big. I know my husband got quite bored during labour with our oldest son, as it was nearly 24 hours. So with my second and third labours, he took a little portable DVD player with him. When I was in labour with our third son, he was so busy watching the final Harry Potter movie that the midwife actually had to take his headphones off and suggest he pause the film as I was about to give birth. He was most annoyed as he only had the last 20 minutes to watch. Thankfully, he didn't ask me to hang on or I'm not sure I would have been responsible for my actions. The last and very crucial thing on your list is a camera, or at least a phone, and chargers. You won't want to miss capturing those precious first moments. Again, as anyone who has booked into the studio whilst pregnant knows, I send through a list of the top 10 photographs to capture while in hospital and how to make the most of them. There's nothing more precious than those first few minutes and hours after your gorgeous newborn baby arrives. Do remember, we're all unique and every mum's birthing experience is different. I've included some of the snippets of information I found useful while preparing for my three hospital bags and also nuggets that I have picked up from the amazing families in the studio. While I was prepared months in advance for my first son, I will be honest and say that by my third son, my bag was slightly more thrown together last minute. Now, while I probably started getting ready a little too early with my first, I would also not recommend leaving it to the last minute either. Both of these scenarios resulted in me packing way too much through either having no time or far too much time available. You've got this, parents-to-be. You're about to embark on the most exciting journey of your life and you're going to love it. So there we have another episode of the Little Bean Podcast. I love to hear from you and hear all your stories. Thank you to the wonderful families who have already reached out. 
I really enjoy sharing these special moments with you. I truly hope that the tips and stories we've shared today will help you cherish every precious step of your family journey.